0: So the answer is God. And so tonight, we're just going to press in on that God of our salvation, and we're going to see what He'll do for us in this place tonight. Amen? Praise God. I want you to go with me to Genesis chapter 37 and verse number 3, and I'm going to read down through uh, this chapter a little bit so you can just hang with me. Genesis chapter 3, or excuse me, chapter 37, verse 3 through verse 5. And it said, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children, because he was a son of his old age. Also he made him a tunicate or a coat of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more Than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. What do you do whenever they hate you for your dream? Verse 9, dream another dream. And told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. This time the sun, moon, and eleven stars have bowed down to me. Verse 13, And Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers feeding the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you to them. So he said to him, Here I am. Then he said to him, Please go and see if it is well with your brothers and well with your flocks, and bring back the word to me so he sent him out to the valley of hebron and he went to Shechem. verse 23 and so it came to pass when joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped joseph of his coat the coat of many colors that was on him then they took him to and cast him into a pit and the pit was empty and there was no water in it and they sat down to eat a meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked, and there was a company of Ishmaelites coming from uh, Gilad, with with their camels bearing spices, ba- balm, and uh, myrrh, on their way to carry them down to Egypt. Verse twenty six. And so Judah said to his brothers, "What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood?" Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him. For he is our brother and our flesh, and his brothers listened. Then the Midianite traders passed by, so the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shackles of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. Amen. I want to talk to you tonight on the subject, keeping the dream alive. Keeping the dream alive. God has a plan for your life. No matter where you are in life, God has a plan for your life. C.S. Lewis said that uh, you're never too old to set another goal or dream another dream. Have you ever had a dream... In your mind, but in the natural, you were in the pit. What do you do when you dream and your your reality doesn't seem to match up with what you've been dreaming? When your dream becomes a nightmare. Amen. God has given Joseph a revelation of the palace. God shows him the palace, but he did not show him the process. Many times we have seen the promise, but we do not embrace the process. But you cannot get to the promise without going through the process. Amen. There is a purpose to your process. Tell your neighbor there is a purpose to your process. So don't abandon your dream when others don't believe in your dream. Don't abandon your dream when others don't believe in your dream. The enemy will make sure that there are people in your life whose purpose it is to delay and even destroy your dreams. And so Joseph was sold by his own brothers because they did not believe in his dream, neither did they value his self-worth. And the reason that I know that they did not value his self-worth is because the Scripture goes to tell us that they sold him for 20 shackles of silver. Now when you study that out, what that means is that those shackles of silver, each one of them were worth about 64 cents. So if you take 64 cents times 20, they sold him for $12.80 dollars 80 In other words, what they were saying is, this is what we think of you. This is what we think you and your dream are worth. It is less than what it would cost to feed an ox for a whole week during that time. And they said, you're not even worth what it would cost to feed an ox for a week. You can never give anyone the power over your life to determine what you're worth. Because you see, God is the only one that knows what you're really worth. God is the only one who knows because he knows what he has placed on the inside of you. If God gave you a dream, he'll make it happen. If God gave you a dream, he is the one that will cause it to come to pass. And there are always those who wonder... uh, or wonder uh, about the value of your life and wonder about the dream of your life if it really is possible. But you see, your dream and your value is not based upon you. It is based upon the God who has placed the dream and who has created you. Amen. And so when we understand that, we come to an understanding that you should never allow the underestimation of people to hinder you from becoming what God has called you to be. Don't ever sell yourself short because of what somebody else thinks about you, but you've got to know what God has called you to be and say, I will be all, do all, and accomplish all God has ordained for my life. Oh, come on and praise him tonight. There comes a time in your life when you have to decide whose report you're going to believe. Are you going to believe the report of man who only knows half of the story? Or are you going to believe the report of the Lord who knows all that is within you? Amen. You see, because even we ourselves don't know everything that is within us. Have you ever been in a time in your life when you didn't think you could make it? When you even said to yourself behind closed doors and under your breath, you said, this is it. There's no way that I can come out of this. There is no, I don't have it in me to overcome. But then you, few days later, you look back over your life and you yourself don't know how you got out. You just know you got out. Why? Because God put more in you than you even knew yourself. Praise God. And so you see, you can't sell yourself short by the opinions of people. You've got to put your trust in God and him alone. Amen. You see, there comes a time when you have to believe God what God has said about you when you can't even see it yourself. If, if Joseph had a $12.80 mindset, he could have never been able to go to the palace. Amen. If he would have reduced his dream down to a $12.80 dream, he would have never been able to sit in the palace with royalty. But you see, it's because he refused to dwindle his dream down to the opinions of his brothers. Don't allow your million-dollar dream to be reduced down to a twelve-dollar and eighty-cent nightmare. Amen. Hold on to the promise of God. If you have a million-dollar dream, then you've got to have a million-dollar mentality that says, "I can be all. I can do all. My family will be saved. I will be the head and not the tail. I will." be in health and not in want. I will be blessed on every side. Amen. I can get that degree. I can handle that job. God will bless me, a double for my trouble, and I will rejoice on the other side of it. Oh, come on and praise him up in here tonight. Amen. If you've got a dream to be used by God, then you have to have a mindset, I can be used by God. Amen. If, you, if you've got a, a winner's mindset, then there's nothing people can do with you. But if your mindset is, I can't. If your mindset is, I can't be all of that. If your mindset is, I'm a loser, then nothing, there's nobody can get you out of it. Amen. But you see, when you begin to believe in yourself, when you believe in your heart that the God who created you didn't make a mistake when he created you, but that he put something valuable in this earthen treasure. And it may not look like Pastor Jamie's. Amen. And it may not look like somebody else's, but God created me specifically to do a task and a work in the earth that nobody else can do. I can't preach like Ken, can't preach like Jake's, but I want to tell you something, baby, ain't nobody can preach like Matthew's because God has created me to be me. Glory to God. And so we take our time and we try to create and make ourselves to be something else. And all God needs is you to be full of you and full of the Holy Ghost. And you'll do things that nobody else can do on this earth. Amen. (laughs) Don't fall in the trap of trying to gain the approval of people who don't like you. Amen. Because they want you to fail anyways. So why waste your time trying to convince them you're something? Amen. Those who I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again tonight. Those who laugh at your dream are an enemy of your success. Amen. And so don't mess with them. Amen. Just do yourself a favor and a saturate them with your absence. Amen. You'll get that on the way home. People judge you on where you are and not what's in you. People look at you and see you in the pit and think that's where you're going to be all of your life. But the reality is uh, the pit is just the process of where I'm going. And if you mistake my pit, for my palace or my place or my promotion, then you have missed who God has called me to be. Because you see, a lot of times people want to have all of these uh, things, uh, you know, that act like they don't have any problem. But I want to tell you that everything that you do in life, there is a process to it. Amen. And some people act like, well, I don't never go through nothing. Well, if you ain't never went through nothing, it's because you ain't never done nothing. Come on, help me now. Because if you've ever done something worth anything, you're going to have a process to go through. You're going to have some trials. You're going to have some difficulty. You're going to have some haters. Right? You don't even have to try to be ugly. You don't even have to try to be mean. You, all you got to do is be you, and you're going to have some hater haters They're going to drink hater-aid and drink hater-chips and... Amen. And all of that. But you see, the truth of it is it should not detour you from who you are. Amen. Don't determine a person's success based on where they are, but based on where they're going. Amen. Don't do you have a dream in you tonight. I'm glad four people do. Amen. That tells me why folk aren't going nowhere, because they're afraid to dream. They're afraid to believe that they can do more than what they're presently doing. And so we get satisfied in the pit. We get settled in the pit. We get in a place of compromise and a spirit of apathy in the pit. Amen. But you see, when God entrusts you with a dream, you've got to understand you've got to have a mindset big enough to fulfill that dream. You can't fit a million-dollar dream into a $12.80 mindset. Amen. You say, well, what are you trying to say? I'm telling you tonight that you've got to believe that the God in you is able to do what he's put in your heart to do. There was some folk that thought when I come here, and I said we'll run 200 in two years, they thought I was off of my rocker. But we did it, baby. I said we did it. We dreamed the dream and we believed in it. Amen. And we, we've done it. Right? Amen. But I want to tell you, I'm not, I'm not finished dreaming. I said I'm not finished dreaming. I, I see 500 in the near future. I see two services on Sunday. Yeah. I see a Saturday night service for those who have to work on Sunday. Oh yeah. I see it. I see a dream. I, I, I believe it. Why? Not so we can build a little, little, little palace over here in the corner and people say, look at there at that church or look at that preacher. No, we're not in the palace building business. We're building the kingdom of God. And there are people dying and people lost and people bound all around this region that need to hear a message to believe in the dream. Amen. Don't give up on the dream. You may be bound tonight, but you can be a business owner next month. Amen. You can be, you can be bound and tormented in your life, but that isn't who you are. There's more to you than that. And you've got to have somebody believe in their dream. Amen. Believe in their dream. I see a day when it's hard to go to hell from this region. I said, I see a day when it's hard to go to hell from this region. Amen. If you want to go to hell, you're going to have to move somewhere else, baby. Amen. Because we're going to infiltrate the kingdom of God. We're going to impose the kingdom of God upon the earth. And we're going to say kingdom of God come, will of God be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Glory to God. That's his will. That's his desire. And we need to press in on it and say the kingdom of God has come and the will of God will be done from this place. Amen. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 1. He said, But now thus saith the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. Tell your neighbor, fear not. For I have redeemed you, and I have called you by your name, and you are mine. Now watch this. And when you pass through the waters... Not if, but when, I will be with you. And through the rivers they shall not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame tor- scorch you. For I am your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, and Ethiopian sea before your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Hallelujah. He said, you're precious to me. And when you go through the water, you're going to have some water tests. You're going to have some water days and you're going to have some fiery trial days. But he said, don't be alarmed when you do go through them. Because he said, I've already given a price for you. That I can bring you through those situations because I love you, praise God. Joseph's brothers sold him for $12.80. They sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. That's $19.20. The Savior of the world was sold for $19.20. Amen. You are one of a kind. You don't sell yourself out short. It doesn't matter what other people put a value on your life or not. Don't sell out to nobody or no one. Just understand that God has fearfully and wonderfully created me to do something in his kingdom. And I'm just going to be me full of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then we must learn to expect the unexpected. How many live lived long enough to know that life never goes the way that you think it's going to go? Yeah. Life doesn't go the way you think it's going to go because you're always dealing with crazy people. <laughs> Amen. I'm sure that Joseph thought that it couldn't get worse than it was in the pit. His brothers took his cool clothes. He is in a dry pit that has no water. He's thirsty. He don't have any cool clothes. He's dirty, he's all alone, and then, (laughs) when he thinks it can't get any worse, amen, even when things weren't going as he planned, God worked the plan for his life. He thought it can't get no worse than this pit, and now they're selling him in to a bunch of Midianites, right? In verse 28, it said, Then the Midianite traders passed by, so the brothers pulled Joseph up, lifted him out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites. Now, the Midianite and the Ishmaelites are the same. They're, they're the same group people group. They're just using different names. For 20 sh- shackles of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. Midian means strife. Midian means strife. Joseph is in the pit of his life, and now here comes strife. Amen. You can't come out of the pit if you're not willing to deal with some strife. Oh, hallelujah. Some people would rather just get get comfortable in the pit. Amen. It was strife that got him out of the pit. If you're not willing to deal with the strife in your life, amen, then you're going to stay in the pit. But there's some folk that get settled in a pit. They get a comfortable chair. They get them some iced tea and they settle here and say, we'll just hold the fort till Jesus comes. I'm preaching better than you letting on up in here tonight. Amen. I'll just let go of my dream. I'll just stay right here. It is I've got used to the pit life. I've got used to being thirsty. I've got used to being alone. I've got used to the isolation. I've got used to all of the limitations of my life. And then here comes strife. But I want to tell you that strife will make you or break your dream. Amen. But the choice is yours. The choice isn't strife if you'll be broken or not. The choice is yours will you be broken or not. Because in the middle of the pit and strife comes along. Amen we'll see it begin to work and it'll begin to work and it'll begin to work what will it do will we allow it to steal our our praise will we allow it to steal our worship will we allow it to steal the word of God that is over our life will we allow it to take the dream that God has put inside of us many of us when we were children God would come by a Holy Spirit would put a deposit in us and we've wondered if it's been this long will it ever? take place but the devil is a liar you can let strife steal your praise if you want to but it was Judah that spoke up and said what good is it if we kill the boy I want to tell you it is your praise that will cause you to come out of the pit it is your worship that will face the strife face to face and say come on strife but I'm coming up out of this place and I'm going to fulfill the destiny and the purpose that God has ordained Over my life. Oh, come on and praise him right here. Your your dream will draw strife to you. (laughs) But don't let it stop you. Strife is just a sign that you're about ready to come out of your pit. Amen. Let me say it again. Strife is just the sign that you're about ready to come out of your pit and you're about ready to fulfill your dream. The strife was Joseph's transportation to his next level. His brother sold him out, but God used it to bring him out. Amen. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. His brother sold him out, but God used it to bring him out. Amen. God used the strife to bring uh, Joseph from the pit to his place of his blessing, praise God. And so they sold him to the Ishmaelites and they took, the Bible said, and they took him to Egypt. All it was, was a transportation to his dream. (laughs) I said all it was was transportation to the fulfillment of his destiny, to the fulfillment of his dream. Now he probably thought when God gave him that dream as a young boy, "I'm going first class, huh?" But how many know God sent a Greyhound bus? Have you ever rode a Greyhound bus? Everybody should ride a Greyhound bus one time in their life. Because what should be a two hour ride, they can turn into a 24 hour journey. And they stop here and go out of the way and they go over here and they go over there. Amen. And if you just say, if you would just take this thing straight down the road, I could see where I could get off. But you see, they keep on going. And sometimes in your dream, it seems like that you're on a Greyhound bus. And you're going places you don't need to go. And you're making far too many stops. And you're going places that you don't even need to be going to. Amen. But I want to tell you the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter if you go first class or if you go on a Greyhound bus. Just be sure you get to where God has ordained for you to go. Amen. Now, I'd like to fly first class, Jimmy. I would because I see with my eyes what happens in first class. Amen. I mean, you know, Pastor Rich and I, you know, some of the other ones went on that, you know, to Africa with us and I sat pretty close to first class but I didn't get treated like first class. And while we was making that journey all through the night and crunched up in a little hole, Put a belt around you so you wouldn't fall out. And I look up there, Pastor Jack and them jokers laying down. Got them some covers. Eating warm peanuts. You can see the smoke. right? <laughs> I say the devil is a liar. <laughs> huh? But that's all right. Because I purpose in my heart one day I'm going to fly first class. Amen. But this is what I found out. It doesn't matter. What I found out is this if, if first class and coach still arrive at the same time. I said first coach and class still arrive at the same time. And I'm telling you tonight that even though you may have some germ bumps in the road, you might not be as comfortable as you would like for your journey to be. Don't get off of the boat. Don't get off of the ship. Don't get off of the plane, praise God. Just keep on pushing. Keep on believing. Keep on dreaming your dream because nothing can stop you but yourself. Amen. God gave Abraham a promise and Abraham tried to help. And produced an Ishmael. But I want to show you this right here. And I'm done. God is so big that he was able to see past Abraham's Ishmael and see his Isaac. God said, You can take your Ishmael and make it work your promise for you. If God has ever took your mistake and caused it to work for your good, to bring about your promise, you ought to praise him. Amen. If God has ever taken things that you tried to to do it on your own and you produced Ishmael's in your life, but God didn't say, oh, it's over, made a mistake about you. Just give up on you. Know what he deposited in you was not an Ishmael. What he deposited in you was an Isaac. Amen. And I want to tell you that just because we produce Ishmaels in our life does not mean that the promise of God is gone and void. Praise God, but thank God he's a God of another chance and he can even take those things that have produced Ishmaels and cause it to work to bring about the promise of God in our life, hallelujah but in the midst of it all I've got to learn how to praise him, I've got to learn how to glorify him, I've got to say God I know that I may not have nobody believes in me, I may not have anybody that believes I can do what you call me to do but I believe the word of God over my own life, I believe your promises are true, I have not forsaken the word that you have spoken to me and he Even though I'm raising up this Ishmael in my house right now, I still believe your word is true. And I'm going to bless you at all times. And your praise is going to be in my mouth. And I'm going to believe that you take these mistakes and you put them in your great apothecary and you work all things out for my good and bring about your promise in my life. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody praise him right here tonight. Come on, stand to your feet and praise him just a moment. Hallelujah. If God's ever took your mistake and worked it out anyhow, come on and praise him tonight. Amen. If he's ever took an Ishmael in your life and went ahead and put his blessing on you anyhow, I want you to praise him tonight. Hallelujah, God, you're worthy of my praise. You're worthy of my worship. I may be in a pit, but I'm not where I'm my destination. I'm just in the process to where I'm going. I give you praise tonight. I give you worship tonight. I give you my heart tonight. I refuse to give up on the tree. I refuse to give up on my purpose. I refuse to give up on my destiny. I cry out of the pit tonight, and the Lord heard me. And delivered me from all of my trouble. I praise you, great God. I praise you, God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise him in this place. Well, we bless you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you for your faithfulness, God. I thank you that your word is not void in my life. But you have provided a way for me tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. I bless you, Lord, I bless you. I praise you, God, when I can't see, God, what you said that I would be. I praise you anyhow. When I can't see, God, what you've declared over my life for the Ishmael that's standing in my way. I thank you, God, you can still see my Isaac. Hallelujah. 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 God, when my crazy family acting all crazy and I can't see them ever being saved, but I thank you, God, even in the midst of chaos, your promise of them being saved, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. God, in a world that's all messed up and chaotic, God don't know good from evil and dark from light. But I thank you that you said in this last day you would pour out your spirit on all flesh and your sons and daughters would prophesy. Oh, I can't see it, God, but I thank you. I thank you that it's going to happen, God. I thank you, Lord, that your word will not return into your void, but it's going to accomplish that where it has been sent. (laughs) Hey, God, I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. I bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is in this place tonight to stir up dreams and vision. The Spirit of God is stirring up, amen, what He has put in your heart and you almost gave up on it. But I've just come along with the anointing tonight to stir up the Word of the Lord and say live, live. Believe the Word of the Lord over your life and receive the promise of God. Hallelujah. You may not be able to see your way out, but God has already made a way. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I bless you, Lord. Just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Standing right in the middle of my pit tonight, standing here in the midst of strife. But God want to thank you. I'm on my way. I'm on my way to fulfilling purpose. On my way to fulfilling destiny. On my way to fulfilling the dream that you have placed in my heart. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. If nobody else can believe for you, you got to believe for yourself. If nobody else believes in you, you got to believe in the God in you and say, I will overcome, I will prevail. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to lift your hands toward heaven. If you've got a dream in your heart that just needs to be stirred up, I want you to lift your hands toward heaven. Let the Spirit of the living God breathe life into you now. In the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit and every mindset. God that tries to keep us settled in the pit. And we take authority over it tonight in the name of Jesus. We cast down every vain imagination and everything that has exalted itself above the name of Christ and we declare the dream to come alive. Dreamer, dream again. Even when they hate you, dream again. Even when they don't believe in you, dream again. And believe that God will bring it to pass. Every son and daughter shall be saved. Healing will come to your body. You will be blessed coming in and blessed going out. We refuse to have a mindset of the broken. But we declare blessing and wholeness and prosperity in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, we'll receive it, give him praise tonight. Hallelujah. 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 This joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me This joy that I have The world didn't give it to me The world didn't give it And the world can't take it away All This joy That I have The world didn't give it to me All This joy That I have The world didn't give it to me This joy that I have the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Come on now. This joy that I have.